and Happy New Year. I feel particularly very good this morning because I just got a, the greatest compliment from my boss, Steve Wood. He doesn't normally compliment you early in the morning. He has to warm up before he compliments anybody. But I got it very early this morning. He told me I was looking good, so I feel good. <laughs> Thank you, boss. <laughs> Shall we pray? Father, what we know not, teach us. What we have not, give us. What we are not, make us. For your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Fear not. Fear not. God is still in control. Fear not, beloved. God is still in control. As we end the year 2023, the dark cloud of fearful uncertainty has been cast over most of the world, isn't it? The wars in Eastern Europe and in the Middle East, military takeover of governments in most of Western Africa, the unraveling of the moral, moral fabric of Western society, discovery of new diseases. I just heard this morning that there's a new variant of COVID being discovered. The nuns, all the nuns, the nuns, local, national, and international, gave us a sense of fear and disquiet, isn't it? The nuns, if you just listen even to the local nuns in Charleston, gave us a sense of fear and disquiet. On the other hand, some of us are feeling personal pain and anxiety in this coming new year. Some of us are wrestling with important decisions regarding a primary relationship in our life or a task to be done. For some here this morning, you know the first-hand effect of the disabling disease or the worry about health issues in the coming year. Yet some have had to deal with a major loss this year and wonder if they can make it in the coming year without the presence of the one who meant so much. Some of us are fear, fearful of growing old. I'm getting old and I'm getting afraid, trust me. Some of us this morning are afraid of growing old, or fear what the future may hold, if we are honest. Some wonder if dreams will be realized, or whether the new year will be even more frustrating and filled with feeling of fertility than the last. Beloved, many of us are feeling a bit anxious, if we are honest, 
as we approach 2024. Many of us are feeling a bit anxious and a bit fearful. We feel the challenge of the unknown, don't we? We feel the heavy challenge of the unknown, of the unexplored, of a year ahead of us yet to be discovered, yet to be discovered. Even Christians have not been exempt from fearful feelings. But yeah, what the angel said, the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I have some very good news for you. Nuns that will make everyone happy. Today, your Savior was born in David's town. Beloved, it is striking, isn't it? It is striking that the human emotion that was first encountered by the angelic messenger was that of fear, isn't it? It is very striking that the human emotion that was first encountered by the angelic messenger was that of fear. People were afraid in that day, and so are we. Frankly, and so are we. Yet, the first word of the angel to those shepherds in the field was, Fear not, be not afraid. I do not think any greater news can come to us than that announcement. Fear not, be not afraid. It came to them as the angel went on to say, because a savior is born. A savior is born in Bethlehem. A deliverer is born. And because of the very presence of a deliverer, of a savior, we need not be afraid of anything. And we as believers, need not be afraid, even, even today, in the midst of the bad news, of the uncertainty, of moral decay, we need not be afraid. Why? Because we have in our lives and in our midst a Savior. So in the midst of fear and uncertainty, we can have hope and we can Rejoice, and we can rejoice. Friends, as Christians, we have every reason. We have every reason to retain both our confidence and conviction, no matter how far off the rest of the world may seem to be going. Why? Because God will not relinquish control of all that he has made. That's what the Bible tells us. He's proven it again and again all through human history. God will not relinquish control of all that he has made. He will not leave the future to chance. Other religions may hope on chance, 
But we do not hope on chance. God will not leave our future to chance. Nothing lies outside God's control. No calamity, no adversity can hinder, can defeat God's plan. And no evil can frustrate his purpose. Yes, I like that. I have a preacher on the corner there. Mm. Yes, Lord. He, he not only knows the future, he has ordained it, and he controls how the future unfolds. Hallelujah. He controls how the future unfolds. He knows how 2024 will unfold. But some of us in this room are anxious, frightened, uncertain. And so some of us need to hear this good news because we wonder and secretly fear that God has forgotten us. If you are in that place this morning and think that God has forgotten forgotten you because of what you've been through, hear this. God will not leave us to our own demise. God is in control. God knows every detail of your life. Perhaps you come to the end of this year with a sense of unfulfillment, and perhaps a sense of dread about what 2024 will bring. Fear not. Of all of God's people, of all of the people of this world, Christians have the remedy of fear. And it's not a psychiatrist, it's not a psychologist, it's not a medical doctor, it's not a counselor, as good as they may be. Christians have the remedy for fear. And what it is? It is this. God is with us. God made flesh. That's the remedy. That's the solution. We have the remedy of the fear of the world. God is with us. God has not abandoned us. God has pitched his tent in our midst. God made flesh. What a comfort. What a comfort. And so we can depend on God's power through every step of our life. We can depend on God's power through every step of our life. Yes, we must. We must depend on God because of our own insufficiency and helplessness. It frightens me, though. It seems to me that many of us Christians lack the consolations of that faith in the midst of impending trouble, which whatever, whatever its faults, did enable those of the first century church to endure with hope in the face of a gloomy, bleak world with confidence. It seems as though we lack that consolation. So as we enter 2024, friends, what a chance. What a chance to recover a sense 
of the dependability of a God whose strength, whose strength never tires and never fails. A God, a dependability on a God whose strength never tires and never fails. What a chance, what a chance to, to discover in the midst of chaos and order and purpose which transcend all and comprehend all. Friends, without, without that sense of dependence on God, we are lost. Plain and simple. We are lost. I think one of the psalmists says, some trust in chariot and some trust in days, but I trust in God. I depend on God. Friends, without that sense of dependence on God, we are lost. With it, we may yet be saved from the things which plague us and face the future with confidence and hope. So, beloved, no matter what the trial may be this coming year, the promise of Luke 2, 10 and 11 is that we have a Savior. We have a Deliverer especially designed to handle all of our problems. A Savior who is with us always, Emmanuel. And if we remember that and we look to him, he will take us through whatever comes our way. You see, he does not promise to take the problems away, but he says he will take us through it. He will strengthen us to face it and will give us courage and peace and joy in the midst of our problems. And therefore, the promise of the angel was and stay is, be not afraid. Fear not. For I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. So as we enter the year 2024, where is your trust anchored? Where is your trust anchored? What are you relying on? Oh, what a chance. What a chance to totally depend on God Almighty. Come what may.